With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Hey guys, welcome back to Rewatch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And this is, we've been talking about it. People have been asking us to do it. Months ago, someone asked me, they're like, hey, are you guys going to rank the, the Halloween movies? No, like, I hate Friday the 13th. I'm I like, mean, listen, what? Harry Sasquatch, we fucking did that already. And then I looked back and I was like, oh my God, we've never ranked of all the Halloween, we've been doing Halloween videos for six fucking years, That's guys. That's crazy, I know. We've never ranked the series. So we thought, you well, know It's like trying to say, which is your favorite kid? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, you know, the thing is, is it's Halloween 2018 came out, and we wanted to wait till that was over. It's Halloween Horror Month. It's Halloween right now, live recording this. Halloween. The live stream's on the Patreon. Um, and, you know, what better day to fucking do this? And we now we can include Halloween 2018 into the fray. Mm -hmm. We've agreed on a list. We fought. Um, we arm wrestled. We did some kickboxer shit. We slowly tickled each other's butts with a feather. Well, that was and, my feather uh, that you borrowed, quote unquote. <laughs> we uh, uh, we were on a break. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we we decided on uh, on a list, uh, just one list. Big Mac, chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and quarter pounder with cheese, or filet fish. You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece chicken McNuggets, juicy quarter pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. We're going to start at the lowest totem pole. Why always go low? Because it's better. Why always have me go fucking goat, man? We're trying to end on a high note, dog. That's good. Um, so, all right. So, here we go. So, it's like our fucking podcast. The worst <laughs> movie in the Halloween franchise. This is actually a really interesting uh, topic here because I know a lot of people. Uh, I saw a couple of comments that were like, what's worse, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 or Resurrection? And this was actually, it's pretty debatable, you know, which one kind of but fuck sideways the Halloween franchise. But honest, honestly, man, and this is going to surprise some people, I think, um, Friday the 13th Part 2 was not that good. No. <laughs> uh, I like Part 2. But no, uh, we, we settled on Resurrection as being the worst yeah. Halloween movie of all franchise. Many thought, deep into the annals of history, somewhere in the annals, distance, um, that, it was, <laughs> that our last movie would totally be Rob Zombie's H2. Mm -hmm. um, now, now and, and another thing I want to reference before we get into this list is... This, this is not we're not saying what the best movies are that's that's always up for discussion for whoever's watching yeah, it's, subjective. How you feel about it. yeah. it's our favorites this is our favorite list like not what the better movie is because you know if you put what's the better movie what's made better or what what's created better you know just as a as a filmmaking production the list would probably be switched around it's like when bit. you buy your first car and your dad tells you you can't drive like it's my car dad <laughs> yeah. i bought it but uh, yeah, our last, uh, the, the worst movie, the Halloween franchise to both of us is Halloween Resurrection. Now that the beginning's good in a way because mm. it, you got you got Jamie Lee Curtis yes. and and it's 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 bittersweet though because it's such a good scene to have her and Michael one on one. The movie starts out really good at the mental hospital with all that's going on there. You got the fat clown guy that's like Michael Andre Myers, Dahmer. Oh yeah, yeah well Dom Wayne Gacy. I that guy jerks like, off even to Charles though, Manson. He so. puts the lotion in the basket. I. As much as I like Jamie Lee Curtis's little cameo in that, that's all I can say. It's a cameo. Yeah. It, it didn't feel 
like spectacular enough for her to go out on a high note. Like I felt like it was very like throwaway the way her death was. You know, because I think cathartic. that Jane, Well, I mean, I think that what? <laughs> she was hanging in the balance and trying you to find are a balance. Not watching fucking what's that? That one scene was okay. Ricky Lake anymore. Well, <laughs> yeah, but look, the thing is, it, it was okay. But I felt like Jamie Lee Curtis was done after H two O. Like she thought she was over, and it, it very like the way that she looked, the way that she was like just stringy hair. Kind of in a nightgown thing. That's probably how she felt when they said, we're doing a resurrection. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, fuck. So she probably just woke out of bed and like, okay, let's just get this over with. It just felt to me like, Jamie Lee Curtis is a great actress anyway, so she could just sleepwalk through the scene. But to me, it felt very anticlimactic to yeah. the character of Laurie Strode. Well, she said it herself. She she felt obligated to end the character. She came back in Halloween 2 to end the character. She came back in H2O to end the character. When they fucked her with the script, they fucked you in the drive-thru. Uh, they fucked you, fu fuck you, fuck When they fucked her in the script and told her, actually, uh, you're not going to kill him because uh, there's, the I don't know if a lot of people know this, but M Malek has a, almost a book of Halloween rules is the lore. Mm. And one of those rules is that you cannot ever kill Michael Myers. And you can't eat Taco Bell on a Tuesday. So, <laughs> so to, cut, to cut his head off and then it was that, but she was pissed and she even said, like after, when I was filming H2O, after I found out what they were going to do, she was like, I literally checked out. I just did it for a paycheck. Yeah, and, and as a fan of the franchise, it really, like to me, it's embarrassing. Like just overall, like it's like, you you know, you love Halloween so much and, and then Jamie Lee Curtis is being such a, a linchpin of that series coming back and saying, look, I, you know, they treated me with respect and they, they did all this cool stuff for me to make H2O. And then they still, oh yeah, you still got to come back for H8. It's like fucking like, you know, you, you invited some people over you'd never met before or like kind of friends from work and they, you have this really nice house, but then they and show then you're up. you're like, listen to my SoundCloud rap yeah, album. Or you do something <laughs> stupid when you're drunk and you're like, hey, look at my butthole. Yeah. And like, you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> look, I can suck farts in my butt. <laughs> and then blow farts back out. And you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But yeah, it, it really was embarrassing. But that's really the only golden point of that entire movie. The the rest of it is Buster Rhymes doing bullshit karate moves, jacking off on the track, fucking probably trying to come up with something that can beat Tupac Shakur. <laughs> and it's never going to happen. Fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, it just never, like, and that's what people remember. Like, honestly, that's what people remember. They remember Buster Rhymes beating Michael's ass. And karate bullshit. And they, they even centered it. I think I read somewhere that they wanted Buster Rhymes to be the hero of the <laughs> franchise. <laughs> or uh, of the movie anyway. And I'm like, of course you did. Because the motherfucker threatened you with Suge Knight. What blows my like, mind about that. What blows my mind about that. I'm treated no shit. I don't even think they were out of the same factions. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. It's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, you know... It, it's H H so fucked up because Rick Rosenthal directed it. The guy who directed Halloween Two, you would have thought he had some. He directed Lethal Weapon on the pulse of the franchise. <laughs> he doesn't look that much far from Richard Donner. But uh, the thing is, you would have thought he had a finger on the pulse of the franchise. But what this movie felt like, and what I'm willing to bet, and I have no insider knowledge whatsoever, I'll fully That's admit true. that with my pants off. <laughs> but um, with your pants on, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think that. Either the studio was pushing him to make a hip movie, or maybe, you know, a lot of times people take movies in Hollywood. Halloween time? A lot of times people take movies in Hollywood because their daughter, like, liked this rapper or liked this person or liked this song or whatever. Like, I feel like he took that movie and for some weird reason he wanted to make this hip hop Halloween, which makes no sense. Well, no, it does. Because but, for the time, for the time, what was popular was MTV road rules, real world shit, singled out. All that stuff was popular at that 
that time. So they were just taking and cashing in on the popular genres of that decade. And they were like, hey, you know what? This makes fucking sense. Let's just do this shit and screw the franchise right in the booty hole. And I don't care about Danger, Michael Danger. Myers. Yeah, it was literally every other uh, MTV show you've ever seen. It could have been produced by MTV and there had been no difference. Yeah. like, And that was the problem. I, I think that once you give in to whatever's popular... It, it does, actually. I would love to watch fucking The Marine Part 2 over this. With fucking... What's John his, Cena. Sean Cena. Dun, 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 dun. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, it just... It, it fucked up everything. I mean, honestly, he just... He was a bitch in the movie. When when Buster Rhymes, like, pokes you in the hand, like, You get that dog? You get that? Go behind the fucking... I left the door open for you. Like, and then Michael just walks away with his Sum 41 mask. Yeah, he punked out Michael Like, Myers. I'm like, forget it. Like, you know what? At this point, suck a dick. I don't want That's to That's what I was thinking, too. Suck a dick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, and here's the thing. The only one thing that almost made us actually put Resurrection over H2, Rob Zombie's H2, is that the one thing this movie had going for it, apart from the Jamie Lee Curtis opening, was that Michael Myers was at least still a version of Michael Myers. He still wore a full... A version? A version. <laughs> a version 2.0. Software version, creature stole my Twinkie. <laughs> but um, you know, he was at least a version of Michael Myers. Like he still wore the mask. Yeah, least, he yeah. still killed people in the same way. It's just that he got fucking karate chopped yeah. and roundhouse kicked by Busta goddamn and rocks. then electrocuted. Yeah. By the way, I, I want to point out. Uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of people that actually enjoy that mask from Resurrection. It's not the worst. It's not. It, it, you know what? I, have, I've had, I, I don't like it. I, I think it's bullshit. He looks like goddamn Cher after three plastic surgeries. But at <laughs> least it's still maintainable. And I know that. They had said that they went back and tried to do the original mask, and they just added obvious makeup to it. Like, yeah. it's makeup. It looks more contoured. It's still shit. But, yeah, I guess maybe I could say the mask isn't the most terrible mask. I think, honestly, the worst. You know what? I'm not going to tell you that. Because I think that we should save a video for the, like, best masks to the worst masks. Yeah, well, we did that. We already ranked the, the Another shit. one. What's wrong with you? Well, we have the 2018 one now. You don't live here anymore. Never mind. Fuck it. That leads us right into our number 10 movie. Our second worst, and a very close, uh, second worst Halloween film of all time is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, H2. And, the uh, redneck simple. reunion at Rob Zombie's house <laughs> is complete. This is Waffle House slash fucking Strippers Live. Like, it I mean, really is Waffle House. At 3 o'clock in the morning when you're drunk and you just go to Waffle House, you see what Rob Zombie was going at for. At least at Waffle House, you get a good food. At this diner, they serve dogs. <laughs> it was fucking nasty. And you have to oh watch Myers God. eat every goddamn organ right in your fucking face. You, like, you can feel Take it, dog. his goddamn Take it. bed bugs fueled fucking ch cheekbones rubbing on your face. <laughs> like yeah, this movie's so goddamn close to your face. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's just you know Rob Zombie, and we just did all the reviews for these. But the thing, he, he for what this, the reason this movie's not the worst in my opinion is because it's got these moments of if it weren't a Halloween film, it would be a sort of cool, just fucking crazy ass fever dream of a movie. And he's got interesting takes at times. Uh, there's uh, the opening where Michael Myers looks really fucking badass. That's amazing. And yeah. he's just tearing through shit. He's really angry. And the only problem there is you can hear That's him That's when I go to work. Like he's eating a Waffle House yeah. smothered all the way. But, you know, it, the, the problem is, though, is that the, it commits the most cardinal sin. It commits the worst cardinal sin of any film in this fucking franchise in that, A, Rob Zombie, despite what the movie had going for it and how batshit crazy it was, he ruined Michael Myers and he ruined Dr. Loomis. Well, and he I, sort of ruined Laurie Strode. Yeah, uh... H2 is better than Resurrection for me just because the first 30 minutes of the movie overall kills Resurrection outright. I think that Resurrection, you know, compared to the first 30 minutes of that uh, Rob Zombie H2 is dog shit compared to that. So Rob Zombie wins in that regard. However, 
when Rob Zombie is sticking a middle finger up to everybody else and saying, I can do it better than you, and I don't need your approval, Dad. Fuck you. I'm going out Saturday night with fucking Sheila. That's what it felt like. It felt like Rob Zombie was rebelling against the fact that fans, a lot of people didn't like his version of Halloween, and it felt very much like uh, some sultry-ass bitch boy teen in his rebel years saying, I'll make it what my own fucking tits feel like. I swear to God, like. I'm putting metal posters all over my uh, fucking room. It, Slayer. It's redneck as it. shit. He's not... I'm Slayer in my microwave. But you know what? Honestly, even if it wasn't a Rob Zombie uh, Halloween production, if it, if it was just a, a movie... I would say it was a terrible movie. I no, thought, I disagree with that. I, I know you liked it. I thought overall the movie just sucked balls. Like, you throw unicorns in there. You throw a fucking, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland. They're sitting at a table eating like shit. And then with fat giant, you know, faces that look like you would see it in a goddamn carnival. And then Laurie Str Like, dude, even as a movie itself, it's like the trippiest acid trip ever. But you're like, hey, you know what? I'm high as fuck, so I'm okay with it. But when you're sober and you watch it, you're like, I feel dirty and I should never, I, I, I'm going to church because it doesn't, it, but there's nothing horror related to me about it. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing storytelling wise good about it. I just think overall, the only cool thing about that that saves it over resurrection is the first 30 minutes when he has the mask on and he's fucking shit up. Otherwise, it's just, I think it's Rob Zombie walking out his demons. Like, I think he could go on fucking Dr. Phil and I do the same he thing. he has some smelly shits. He has a dirty uh, underwear. But I, guarantee, yeah. I, I guarantee it's for the loops. He wears tiny whites. You made Michael Myers a hobo in a fucking field for half the movie. You ripped off, you had a stripper of all things rip his off wife. half of his mask. <laughs> you you brought, you, you, you killed your wife in the first movie because you didn't think you were going to make a sequel or you thought maybe she'll give me a break if I make it. I was like, look honey, I wrote you off in an awesome way. You're dead. But she forced him uh, and who knows how actually. I'm joking. But uh, she had to be in the movie so he had to turn michael myers as you said uh into jason Voorhees and kill for mommy and uh, you know he didn't even bring back date fair there was nothing the there movie. well there was nothing even new like what he was doing again i really think it was just him him rebelling against the system quote unquote yeah. and, and trying to be a badass and saying i'll do it my way and it, it's going to be great and then realizing you know what I have a dick in my ass, and I suck ass. I bet he still but, you know, burns his sister's but, baby dolls. But Rob Zombie, again, despite the movie shortcomings, despite it being dog shit that you stepped in, he is, uh, I think what makes us so mad about him, he is a good cinematographer. Like, he knows how to get from certain scenes what is really good and graphic, looks but, good. but violent. But the, but the kind of combination you need, yeah. he's got that in spades. He just doesn't know how to tell it together or congeal it. And the problem with him is that I think he doesn't want to listen to anybody's opinion on what's good and what's not. Like, he's raw. And I think as a raw like, director, he's good, but he has no patience to learn to get better. So what he needs is for a Henry Rollins, big-ass fucking, like, um, um, stubborn writer to write a great fucking movie have it be a blacklist fucking just amazing uh, script mm. and for the studio to go on and be like rob zombie's directing but we're giving the writer all the say so and the writer's going to be on set all day long and rob zombie you're not allowed to do fucking anything that the writer deems unnecessary let rob zombie film that bitch and 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 really go after his his talents and, and make it look amazing and make it visceral and do all the things he's so good at it's so disappointing that he makes such shit films because he's such a good director if you just take his his need to be this fucking goth kid lighting shit on fire at the mall 
redneck trash trailer personality out of him, he can do amazing things. I, that, 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 that's the thing. Me and Mike, so mad at his Mike and I feel like we're on the Jedi Council and he's Anakin Skywalker. There's so much hope for you, Anakin. <laughs> but you, but know, you chill. You thought away from the darkness. And the worst thing he did, obviously, was he made Loomis, Loomis. a oh, yeah, that's unforgivable. bitch. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't even know what he was doing. Like, I mean, he's seen, like, apparently Rob Zombie loved Halloween. And he, so, you know... Dr. Loomis is so beloved by many fans that are hardcore fans, Halloween fans. He just made him the most butt-licking asshole you've ever seen in your yeah. life. And and it continued on. Like he made him worse and worse and worse. And then out of left field, he sees it on the TV. Oh, my God, they cornered Michael in a barn. I got to go save the day. You're just, such an asshole. It doesn't matter. God, take off the mask, Michael. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was terrible. But it's better than Resurrection, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, Rob Zombie was pissed because uh, there, any Halloween movie, there's going to be backlash. It's such a big yeah, problem. Yeah, big middle finger. But he was pissed at, at people's reaction to his movie, uh, even though a lot of it was good. And he thought, I'm going to give them a big middle finger. Well, I also think and I'm going to fuck up everything I can about this Halloween well, let franchise. Let me ask you a question. I'm mad. Do you think that it had something to do with the fact that John Carpenter really wasn't behind it? Like John Carpenter said, he, well, you know, I told I, him to do his own thing. I, I, mean, I, know, I watched the interview on YouTube, and that's what he said. He said, I talked to John just out of respect. I told him we were going to remake the movie, and he was like, do your own thing. Make it yours. Yeah. But it never felt like like John Carpenter was like, I'm fully on board with this. Because well, I think that John Carpenter knew Rob Zombie, at least what his films were, and he was like, you're an exploitation motherfucker. You're a guy that lives off Grindhouse like it's a, a heroin vein, and that's what you're doing. And he's like, I'm not into that. Because John Carpenter was probably thinking, I'm a filmmaker. I like to take... Like, great scenes and building them up with suspense. Very little blood. I don't need that blood. I don't need to use it. And I can make a great story. You're a guy that uses shock factor to get your, your point across. House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, Devil's Rejects. You do those things. And I know there are fans of it. And that's fine if you're a fan of that. I'm just saying, like, John Carpenter's probably thinking, like, hey, you use that as a way to get audience people or asses in the seat. Because you want to do something shocking. And he's like, I don't need to do that. I can just make a great story. So I think that I think a lot of it was like, Dad didn't approve. Daddy didn't love me. Yeah. Which, you know, John Carpenter, he said it himself, not even talking about Rob Zombie. He was like, if I could give any advice to any filmmaker, it'd be like, make your vision. Because if you're not going to make your vision, why are you even alive? I mean, that's pretty much, you know, that's the a subtext of what he said. But that's basically the idea of it. Dude, Rob Zombie just, man, you, you got so much talent. You just need to grow up deep mm -hmm. down. Uh, so, um, grow up, son. Yeah. Move along. And that's us saying that. That's bad, bro. Um, but, you know, so, okay. So the next worst film in the franchise, but again, I put that above H8 because I felt like as a movie, it's this weird fever dream and it's kind of cool at times and I want it to be so good and it's just not. Um, number nine, um, Halloween 5. Well, I love Michael getting off the tractor at John Deere with his long fucking hair and elongated mask and just killing people with pick forks or pickaxes or whatever the fuck that thing was called where you, you get hay with. Like, I don't know what that thing... Uh, that a hay, swishy swish. Whatever. I don't farm, so I don't know it's that. It's a smushmortion. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Halloween Five. It's it's a mess. It's a terrible fucking fever dream that just happened. Like it's there. Daniel Harris is back. She's a great kid actor, by the way. Amazing actress overall. But she's at least there. Um, but when you get Michael with that stupid fucking mask, and then you introduce the, the the cowboy boots, Alan Jackson walking around, not really fucking knowing <laughs> what he's down <laughs> not knowing what he's gonna do, not knowing what he's about. And and you're you're building up this this atmosphere and this this thing about Michael and then nothing pays off at the end. You're just like, what the shit did I just wipe with? Because I know I just used toilet paper from a prison. You know what? what? But at least my ass got wiped. Now the thing about Halloween Five, 
at least, at least, I will say, at least, it does maintain the vein of what Michael Myers is to a degree. Like, when you watch the movie, it sucks ass, it sucks balls, but at least it's still a shitty Halloween Michael Myers movie. It's not yeah. a Rob Zombie version, and it's not Resurrection. Yeah, it, it's a bad Michael Myers movie, but and the mask is the worst, right? The mask oh, is God, the worst thing. If they got the mask right, it would have been way better. Look like a guy's telling you to get off his lawn. What I love about <laughs> Halloween 5 is it, it, has, it has the same DNA at times as Halloween 4. Mm. Now, part of that's because um, they started the, you know, the, the the man of black thing uh, it's still got daniel harris in it, it it's got that it, it, it's directly connected to halloween 4 it just is you know so it does have that dna a little bit and there's moments in the film that i really like i still like how crazy loomis is mm. we both love he the, went matching we though. both love the ending yeah. when when loomis it's, it's one of our favorite halloween endings when loomis is beating him with that two by four and he you know in a sense at least nearly he has a stroke and almost dies right yeah, on time if they went out that way that would have been all right like yeah. that would have been all right and, and, and you know they you know to be fair the filmmakers had this whole bullshit thing to deal with where at the end of 4 as good as 4 is they left it with Jamie standing up there with a knife having just stabbed her stepmom and and acted like at the end of 4 like Michael had passed the curse like Jamie's supposed to be the new Michael and that's what that writer wanted he wanted them to take that and move on with it. Now, to Halloween Five's credit, they they stole that back a little bit. Yeah, they had to go telekinesis and have Michael and Jamie have the stupid connection, which is always a mistake. But they had to do something to take that storyline out, and they did. Uh, biggest, maybe the biggest crime after the mask is that they killed Rachel so early, and she was such a good character. A lot of people love her, and and, and also the fact that um, who was it, Tina? Tina was, Tina. A, Tina was a dog shit character. Like yeah. she was like the most uncaring slut, slut than you could pick, except for my ex wife. Um, she sucked. Daniel Harris was great. Uh, Donald Pleasant's amazing again. It did just, have Cookie Woman. There, Cookie though. Woman was the greatest invention of all time. Cookie Woman. Uh, there was just, but there was nothing really to anchor yourself onto except for Donald Pleasance and Daniel Harris. And even their great acting performances didn't save the film overall. Like I still felt it was a rushed film. It felt very rushed. It felt like something that a studio cooked up really quick. And like we got to get this out at a certain time. We got to put it. Out. You know, it felt like a Saw movie in some ways. Like Let's we, just give it to Philippe and let him yeah, go. Yeah, like Philippe will do it and let Philippe go. Philippe will turn the camera on and just go. And then, you know, at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta half bake product. Like you didn't get something. You know, it's it's like they didn't even let an editor look at it. They didn't let anybody like proofread or anything. They just like we'll take the rough fucking draft where you know it has like coffee stains on it, maybe <laughs> a, a dog turd or something, and we'll use that script. I've got very close veins. Yeah, and we'll just use that script and go with it. You know, but like again, the best parts of it was Daniel Harris and, and Doctor Loomis just being full on. Boner, horrific, crazy, but yeah. it just—it it is what it is. I, I can accept it and I watch it, but it's just—it it takes the sins of four and doesn't learn from it. It, it interjects. They, they thought the movie was so shitty on their own. They interjected uh, random uh, man in black. You know, they interjected that terrible ending where Michael, where they put Michael Myers in a jail cell, still wearing his mask, <laughs> and sense. he's like fiddling with his coattails. So you're telling me that when you're arrested, you just like, yeah. they leave your fucking mask yeah. on. And by the way, Michael Myers cries. The psychic X Men bullshit really killed it. Oh, like yeah. that was one of the worst. Like, Which cool. four brought that in? It did. It brought it in at the end, but at least yeah. it didn't bring it in full circle like five did. But. Yeah, and, and there's there's good kills in it. Uh, Mikey. Gets the fucking mm. uh, the, the hatchet thing to the like, not yeah. the, the, the hoe I and I, to the face. Well, yeah, and I do like the fact that Michael Myers was like making sure that he understood. Like, I don't give a shit about your wax job, dog. Like, Fuck your couch. Sheesh. And he like, I mean, Michael, 
Michael was pretty vicious in five, but it just it wasn't Michael Myers. Like I again, it just looked like a neighbor that says, "Stay off my fucking lawn." You know, and I like the barn kills. You know, the, the yeah, kids really, having sex in the barn, and then he comes out with this fucking. It was cool. Swishy McSwisher. Then you feel like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and you also got the cool mask switch where he's wearing the other mask, and Tia's like, "Give me some fucking cigarettes," and he hits the brakes. That shit's fun. I didn't like that though. I, just I mean, it's like not the fact it's not good, that. but it's good for the lore. Like, it, I'm glad that that movie exists. And, and again, we get knocked for this all the time. How much we love the sequels, but we, I'm just, I'm, I'm I love the up and down, crazy ass, wacky as fuck lore of the Myers series and this is one of those entries that that it has a lot of really uh I don't want to say I don't know if I want to say big but memorable moments where it comes to a Tina where it comes to Cookie Woman where it comes to the guy with the thing in the face uh I guess it does show though that uh Michael's pretty smart the fact that maybe Michael knew that they were looking for a guy in a in a pale white mask and he changed it off to that Ronald Reagan mask and yeah. that girl but the fact that she was like Michael, I want cigarettes. It's like it's, it's bad for you. No, and then he was like, "All right, fuck it. No, I'm gonna kill you later." So it doesn't really matter how I feel about your health. And then he pull, he reverses that shit and like slams on the brake, like every fucking boyfriend would do ever in our day. Like, stop bitching. I just want to have sex. Let me ask you this though: What's worse, the mask or the cops with that? I think they're equal, man. But I mean, I I could say that the cops do throw it in a light that makes the movie like, even more shitty. It, it, you know, it, it felt like Roger Moore in James Bond. Yeah. Like, I think Halloween 5, to me, is Roger Moore's James Bond. Yeah, it feels like having a cactus stick in your butt. Well, it was just campy and just bad. Like, you don't want a cactus in your butt. No. It's itchy. You don't. So, so then, yeah, that's Halloween 5. You know, I love Halloween 5 because it's got that Halloween 4 DNA, and it's got some important moments to the series, but it is a shitty fucking movie at it's the end of the day. Bad. Tuck your fucking mask in! For God's sakes, man. Um... Oh Jesus! Yeah, Tina was so fucking annoying. All right, so what's uh what's next on our listy of listicles? Number eight. This one is gonna. It's gonna it's gonna change the world. It's gonna send shockwaves down the nation. Well, tailpipes. Okay, so we put H two O as our number eight slot. Ooh. Um, oh. Now I know a lot of a lot of people out there right now are liquid. They're liquid in their wieners, and they can't believe that we chose H2O. I so can't believe you've done this. <laughs> on, the low, on the low, low part of the list. But the reason why is because, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time talking about it, really, but, but the reason why, it, it, it's a very clean-ass movie overall. It's a great movie, and it's fun, but it's Scream. It's fucking Scream with Michael Myers in it all over the place, and I'll tell you why. They use the same fucking sounds. They use the same music a lot of the times. They're using what's popular of the time. They just do it better than Resurrection did. And it, it, it like cinematically, when you watch it, it just feels like like the cleanest plastic you've ever seen in your life. Like they just wax that bitch forever to make it shiny in the sun. I saw it's I was plastic. In, I was in Walmart with the kids the other day, and I saw uh, a pair of those thick fuzzy pajama pants. Mm -hmm. And they had Harley. Footsies. They had Harley Quinn on them, and she was like, "Ha ha ha!" And it was like triple XL, you know, size or whatever. And I looked at my kid, and I was like, "I, I just talk shit sometimes." And I was like, "You want to know how you know something's not cool anymore? Is when it's on fuzzy pajama pants at Walmart." I think that's and even cooler. <laughs> when H two came out, it was cool. It was like Michael's back. There's money behind it. You know that it's going to be. Um, it's a, it's a full-on studio thing. It's in theaters. It was the first Halloween movie I saw in theaters. I was excited to see it back. The bathroom scene's cool. Ooh, There's certain scenes that are that, that are cool. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. 
Um, you know, there's good things about H2O for sure. Hello, Cool J. And you know, it's just it's a it's a it's a Halloween movie with a good amount of money behind it, and you can appreciate that at this point in the franchise as a fan. I think you can appreciate that because it didn't go Hellraiser, didn't go anywhere else, but it was so much money behind it that I was a full-on studio cut, 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 fucking edit, slapping on just generic fucking movie, man. And I do love certain scenes in it jamie lee curtis holding the axe yelling for michael i love the idea of her cutting his head off at the end i like the fight i I like the fight between the two of them at the end where he's flipping tables that Mm. shit's cool josh hartnett is just a weird entry into the franchise that's how you feel when you're your check is late at work and you're just flipping tables where's my check bitch (laughs) i can't find my keys there are some cool there are really cool moments in it that definitely uh you can remember and that's fun and the characters like ll cool j is really cool josh hartnett needs to comb his fucking hair i did not like him michael myers is dead i don't like his wooden acting i never did Tony simony uh i didn't really like the you know the jumanji kid all those kids are throwaway i i think for the most part and i know they're supposed to be but there's nothing even remotely likable about them uh did you read the melon breast yeah i read that too uh but um <laughs> baby just one more book i swear I'll and I, I, I just i didn't like Michael Myers mask at all like this was one of the okay this was such a fuck up in the studio about what mask they should use they they went through several different um, versions of it and when the when the first trailer was released I don't know if you guys know this the the alien mask like where it's like giant eye holes and Michael looks like he's never tasted Cuban coffee in his life before I mean it's just like we're surprised those contacts he's hitting the nuts and he's like oh this is deep I take it to Tony Carino uh, I, <laughs> I don't have any mask uh, but yeah they 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 realized with the test on it's like yeah that mask sucked because it was digital they digital put the mask on his face and it was terrible At but they times. Used, yeah yeah but that that's because originally. They were going to use this digital mask to make Michael Myers walk around with this bullshit. And then well, like, they had a mask, and then they, it sucks, so they tried to fix no, it. Well, with the yeah, the very mask. beginning. Of, oh, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The very beginning, of, they used the H6 mask, which I love the H6 mask. They should have just kept it, and yeah. that's it. But no, they changed it. They digitized it. It makes it another, look like shit. Another then, positive thing let, about they do give a good throwback to Loomis. They do. That's that is a cool at the very beginning of the movie. Uh, but you know, there is one scene. If you guys look closely, I'm sure you guys have seen this. When uh, Michael sticks his arm through the gate trying to slash at Josh Hartnett, if you look through the edits, you can see it. At one point when he's slashing, you can see the digit, like the digital mask, yeah. like the bullshit alien mask they were going to use. And then they cut again, and it's a different mask. That's because that was the original fucking mask, and it's terrible. It's like the fact that they even had that kind of debate makes zero sense. Like, oh yeah, let's make it look fucking like an alien. Like, kind of, kind of feels like if Hallmark made the best possible Halloween movie they could ever make. Yeah, you know? but either way, like the movie is to me is plastic. So I just I really personally didn't enjoy it that much. But it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. It's got Better great things H5. about it. Ella Cool J is great. I, I like the George Clooney lookalike guy, Jamie Lee Curtis. Mama said, "Knock you out." You know, the casting's fun. The feel of it's fun. The excitement behind the movie was fun. Yeah. But dude, at the end of the day, the Michael Myers. It's my one of my least favorite Michael Myers by far. He was so just goofy. And like felt like a clown, you yeah. know. So I didn't like it. I didn't um, like it, Jim. All right. So yeah, that's gonna be really low for some people. Um, but you know, I can only be who I am. Number seven up the list. Uh God, it's weird because I like this movie so much. I even like so much about H2O, but number seven is Halloween three, season of the witch. You know, there's no fucking Michael. That's a huge 
That's a huge. That's, that's like a negative. That's a huge bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a huge bargain point there, Jeff. But it did have an amazing fucking. Even though we didn't direct it, it had so much of a John Carpenter feel to this entire movie. Yeah. It just drenched John Carpenter. The score, everything else looked like it's got Tom Atkins being one of the most badass characters in movie history. Fuck you, Brett Favre's greatest quarterback of all time. It just is one of the coolest characters ever. He's the coolest Wrangler guy I've ever seen. Uh, but you know, it does. It towards the end, the story. I gets like his Wrangler commercials. To, story gets dumb as fuck. It, yeah, it I don't even. I don't even know what the ending is. Yeah, he he wanted to get Stonehenge shit and like bring up black magic and Halloween. I don't even know what went on. It was just a cool movie. It was yeah. put together well. Cool soundtrack. Tom Atkins drinks a lot. It reminds me of my dad. He looks like my dad. And thank God for people that do that in bars. You know, it's a it's a it, Halloween. smoke cigarettes and say, "Hey, come here, come here. I got a secret to tell you. What do you want to sleep, Doctor Chalice?" In your bed? That's a stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Halloween three is it's a good movie. I enjoy the fuck out of Halloween 3. I like it a lot. Um, but I, think, I think over the years it's just it's gotten, gotten more popular, though. Yeah. It's a, it's a movie. I, I, let me rephrase that. It's a really enjoyable movie that I absolutely love and adore. Not a very good movie, though. Like, when you really just, like, put it up under yeah. a, a microscope, it's got so many fucking problems. But it's fun. It's got great atmosphere to it. I love the movie for what it is. Um, number six, um, beating out Halloween 3, partly because of Michael Myers, partly because mm. it's a pretty damn good movie. Uh, despite the bad decisions they make with the beginnings, is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Again, it goes six. back to show that if, if if Rob Zombie has a leash on him and, and, and somebody is, like, directing him in the right way, he can do a good job. Like, he has the capability to be a great director and tell a really good story if somebody is fucking doing it for him or at least controlling him or at least narrating him to a point where he's like, okay, I get what you're going here. And if he listens... The first 35, 40 minutes of that movie is bullshit. It's redneck garbage. It's like I can see that every day on the side street of where I live. Like it's in Kentucky. It's bullshit stuff. Don't need the backstory of Michael Myers. It's obvious to anybody. If you go through what Michael Myers went through as far as Rob Zombie is concerned, anybody might become a serial killer. He was skinning fucking cats. He was looking at their buttholes, probably smelling his finger after he picked his own butthole. He had a stripper mom. He had take that damn thing off as a stepdad. He had a shitty sister. He was going to school getting bullied. I mean, okay, so, oh, I'm surprised that he became a theoricler. I can't believe it, Jim. The worst part about this entire movie is that Rob Zombie, through his eyes, as good as a filmmaker as he can be, he looks at, at Halloween and Michael Myers and just misses completely all the nuance that makes Michael Myers what the fuck he is. Right. He looks at him and goes, man, it's real cool. He wears a scary mask and stabs people. He, sta he stabs yeah. people on the back of trucks Fucking shit. throat. He completely misses the fact that this kid went psycho out of nowhere and kills at random and nobody knows why. Nobody knows why supernatural, maybe. Nobody knows why he does what he does or the force that drives him. Think about this. Um, and again, we like this movie. But at, at the same time, think about this. If Michael Myers was just a kid who grew up in a shitty house with a shitty dad. With simple plan thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just a kid. Take that damn thing off. Is a nightmare. Uh, with a shitty fucking dad and a shitty family life. And that's what led him to kill and become a psychopath. Like so many other everyday psychopath serial killers. Right. Um, what? At some point in the franchise, even in Rob Zombies, he becomes supernatural. So what does that lend to him becoming supernatural? Like, oh, he's a super redneck? 
I mean, I mean, he, he had a he drank too super, many Bud Lots. He, he had a super trashy upbringing. Like, where did that come in? Too many. The, the essence of Michael Myers has to come from that possible supernatural mm-hmm. feel, where you don't know why it happened. And well, he told totally, he ruined that. But it's a really good movie. It is. From that. The, the music is solid. Uh, Michael's Michael's vicious as fuck. He's big as hell. He's bigger than he looks like he could lift two Mack trucks and smash them together and play with them like Legos. Let me pass uh, this piece. I do piece. think that's really cool. That they made Michael so big ass as fuck, and you know, Tyler Man's great. Yeah, amazing. He moved good. The mask looked okay. I actually was down with the mask. It just it made sense. And 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 the in the film like the filmography, the cinematography, the way they shot Michael moving around and killing people was really cool. Um, overall, and then you have you know the Scout Taylor Compton who did a great job in her role. Uh, the the supporting cast is amazing. Yet Daniel Harris finally getting the recognition that she deserves being in a Halloween movie in this in this scope. That was all great and good. And there were moments, I'm like, you know, Rob Zombie's doing really good with this. Like, you know, as far as what he's capturing with the three girls walking back from school and kind of doing the same thing that John Carpenter did, but in kind of an updated way. It's trashy. That's Rob Zombie because he looks like he smells like farts. But it's still okay. It still worked for the time. And it still was working for the movie overall. However, it does have problems. And I think the biggest problem would be um, the fact that he looks like every other fucking asshole that you've ever been bullied by in high school, you know, getting a mask on and, and whooping your ass. But now, Tom said it best. She did finger bang a bagel. Okay, well, that gives her 10 cool points right there. I mean, that just, that just happened. Hot. But anyhow, um, yeah, I mean, I like the movie, and it, it's a solid movie. As far as like a retail, it, it gave Michael balls back after Resurrection, and for that, I, it'll always hold a special place in my fart. For that reason Definitely. alone. Yeah, he did make Michael Myers a big badass son of a bitch. And uh, even though we absolutely hate and are disgusted by the backstory, Rob Zombie did a lot of amazing things with this movie. And you know what? He was re- he really lucked out on the casting. <coughs> L- L- Malcolm McDowell's Loomis was great. In Having person, never yeah. seen uh, a Halloween movie, uh, the mm-hmm. casting was top notch. I thought that Br- Bracket was amazing. Oh, and yeah, he was the best bringing part. Bringing back Daniel yeah. Harris was so cool, and that was a great job. And, and there's a lot of things he did. Brad Dwarf really, is amazing, really no matter what. Yeah. Well, in this movie. But, you know, it, it's it's such a good movie. It's such a well made movie that ranks so low on the list because you just really swung and missed at what makes Michael Myers Michael Myers. So, um, okay. Okay. Thanks, Fortune Cookie, Thanks, that I'll Jim. never read again. Oh, my God. Um, all right, here, here's what has to happen, Oh, Jay. yeah, this is going to get rough This here. is what has to happen. This is going to get rough. Now we're getting into the top five, and we love the Halloween movies, even the shitty ones, you know, like apart from maybe H2H8. From there up, I have a lot of deep love for every single one of these movies. But we're getting into the hard stuff, the stuff that you got to pick your favorites over your favorites. So we're going to name it real quick. This is where you, This is where purple and hearts are made. This is something <laughs> we have to do for each other right now, Jay, because I'm not going to lie. I'm not. The Jeff, Bud Light are. is going deep into my system, and I have to pee so I bad. I, I've been crossing my legs for if five minutes. If this was a Rob Zombie film, I would just do it on, I would piss <laughs> on the you microphone. You would make a fucking scream. Yeah, you'd hear it, and I'd say fuck a lot. Yeah. Which probably already we already anyways, do that already. But I'm going to name it. I'm going to let you go through it while I tinkle in the tailor pipe. Well, i got to go tinkle in the I'm tailor pipe. I'm going first. It was my Mother idea. Fuck, dude. I've been crossing um, my legs for... All right, well, That's fine. just what you do. Um, number five. The number five movie. It's going to be so low for You're some of you guys. You're a bitch, dude. I'm You're so leaving me with this, dude. Number five. <laughs> You're a whore. 1981. Halloween 2. So, yeah. Um, Jason's great. And the reason why... Okay, so seriously. Um, okay, I don't know how to put this into words that you might understand. I know that it's low as far like it's in the top five, right? It's in the top five. We appreciate the fuck out of that movie. We love that movie, but 
Halloween uh, 2, to me, has always been a really great movie. Like, I've, I've watched it, but it's one of those movies that I've watched, and then sometimes I just forget certain scenes from it. Like, I don't know why that happens, but, like, you know, you can, like, I can memorize tons of, like, dialogue or scenes or specific moments of Michael Myers and all the other uh, movies that came before and after Halloween 2. Well, there'd be only one, because it's Halloween 2. But uh, for some reason, this movie doesn't really gel for some reason with me like i love it i love the fuck out of it and when you watch it you're like you're oh my god it's it's so cool i just there were some things like i don't know i i guess some in some ways it wasn't memorable except for the very last part where michael gets his eyes shot out then he gets blown the fuck up by loomis because loomis quit smoking and then he's like hey guess what i'm gonna smoke again fuck it and then he lights the bic lighter however uh, I just didn't like the fact also that Michael was walking around with a scalpel. I wanted to see the butcher knives. However, the, the hospital scenes are really cool. Now, there are, the, and also, I think that this is the first time they used like a techno kind of theme music for Halloween. And I didn't like that shit. I didn't like that Psycho 3. Like, oh, I like the synthesizer. You're, I bet you did. Uh, how, much, how, how did John's dick taste? Like I that? enjoyed it in my butt. Good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, um, I didn't enjoy that. However, as far as a narrative, a narrative part of the movie uh, from the very beginning of the movie and it, and it continues on to the second one they flow together really well the second in the first movie you know he gets shot he runs out and he's still alive he's hiding behind alleyways Loomis is looking for him he's bleeding you know he, he you know he's Terminator and he goes to the Elrod house he does that cool fucking scene and then he really turning me on here Greg he goes oh, and then you know it goes from there but um, I don't know, like, it's it, it's such a good movie, but it's one of those movies, again, like, you watch, and you love it, and you love what you're seeing, but you're like, I'm probably not going to remember this tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things, like, just, you know, you know what I mean, like, and, and I don't, I, I'm not taking anything away from this movie, because, again, the movie is solid as shit. It's a really cool-ass, great installment for the franchise overall, but it's, and I didn't like the fact that his fucking mask was all stretched out, and he looked, like, all swishy-faced. I didn't like that either, but it, it's one of those movies that you watch, it's really cool. And, and you like the sequences, and the kill, the kills are pretty good, but when you leave the theater, it instantly leaves the next morning. There are some movies you watch, and you think about it over and over again. You think about the scenes, you think about this, you think about that. In this one, the only scene that I ever remember, even as a kid, I watched all these movies as a kid, uh, was the scene at the very end of the movie when she shoots both his eye holes out. What? That was something just made me laugh. Hey, no, no, I, I totally agree with you. Right up, I gotta go pee. So. <laughs> What are they all just butchered that this is the wake? <laughs> That's what made me laugh. Uh, but, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you said, um, even though you're not here right now and you're going to, to pee pee. Yeah, yeah, take a pee pee in the toilet. Um, yeah, man, it just, I can't help it. It's so, and I love it. There's so many cool things that happen in it, but it's some, there's just something about it that I don't want to say forgettable. I just want to say non-identifiable. Like, it feels like such a, it, it feels the mask is the perfect explanation of what Halloween 2 is to Halloween 1. It's just a stretched out version. Um, there's so much coolness to it. The hospital setting. Michael in the hospital. Uh, he did a badass job in some of those scenes. Some of the kills are really good. I mean, the hot tub scene, the, the kill was great. Uh, ben Tramer's death was just a batshit wild fucking crazy movie. Um, it was like a 1981 version of the tracking shot from that one episode of True Detective. It was just a cool, wacky fucking moment. Um... But there, at the end of the day, there's just it just doesn't do enough. And I love the movie; it's good. Uh, the only reason it ranks so low on this list, and it's not really even low, it, it's the bottom of the great stuff that this franchise does, 
is it just lingers uh, for too long in certain times. There's just moments where just nothing happens. It's just constant hallway chases or fucking one of the hospital orderlies just talking about nothing. You know, for all the problems with Halloween 3, its characters are really stand out like, and really memorable and really vibrant. Halloween 2 just had so much dullness inside of it um, that you, it, 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 it kind of muddles up the amazing scenes like the ending where Loomis and Michael you know, blow up together or when Michael gets shot in the eyes and the blood tears and the slash and Michael walking through the glass and all those cool scenes in the Elrod house. Um, the but, stuff in the middle just really, really just added this pillowy soft layer of mashed potatoes. I was listening to everything you said while I was draining my wizard. Made it right. sort of, um, you know, just forgettable at times. Yeah, and, and that's the sad news about it. Like, I know that people love it and I know that people <clears throat> will even put it above the 2018 movie. I won't do that. However, as Mike said, very forgettable. And I've said that before. Like, it's just one of those movies that you can just watch. It's a great movie and you, you move on in your life. I do think, and I'm going to ask you this question, what you think about this. I do think if they were going to end the movie, though, if they were going to end it, because it really, it technically is Halloween 1 still, right? Because yeah. it, 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 it flows together so well, like the way that those are interjected or, or interconnected. Um, if that was the last time you ever saw Michael Myers and Dr. Loomis, like that's a pretty good hero's death. You know, Dr. Loomis oh, going yeah. out with his, you know, his beast. And that's what they wanted. They wanted and I, and I would have been fine with that. But you know what? I would have always wanted to see another Michael Myers movie. And I thank God for uh, Return of Michael Myers. But, like, I would have been okay with that. If that was the last thing you ever saw of Michael Myers and you never saw it again, I've been okay with it. I mean, it, it's not, it's, uh, you, you maybe want to, like, update it later on. Maybe somebody could remake it. But if that was the only two movies that they ever did with the franchise with Michael Myers, I'd be like, you know what? I'm kind of down with that. Like, even though I want to see more Michael, everybody wants to see more Michael, love Michael, love Michael Jackson, love Michael Stewart, love Michael Myers. Uh, I want to see more Michael, it, it's but a, it's 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 an appropriate ending. I totally agree with, totally agree with what you just yeah. said. And, and the last two things I want to say about this movie is that uh, Thumb, uh, I'm probably saying your name wrong, uh, wrong. Uh, Thumb uh, Coons, uh, in the Patreon chat, actually said it perfectly. He said, it's John Carpenter with a six-pack, riding it in an evening and going against everything he created. But it does hold the nostalgia and a very cool direct uh, continuation of that night. And that's, I want you to write me a poem tomorrow, a, and we're going to have babies. That's a great, that's a great, that's a great, great way, way of explaining, explaining it. it. Yeah. Really, it really, truly really cool. Is. Why don't you be on um, this channel? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love the movie, and I just want to reiterate again. We're not ranking these by best movies. We're ranking these by our personal Our personal, yeah. In the franchise. And so, again, you, and you, somebody else's could be, Halloween 2 could be above Halloween 1 for whatever right. fucking reason that is. You but, don't know what that is? No, no, no. You don't have a police force? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving up, getting really high. Really high. <laughs> we're getting, we, uh, some we're people would say that we're stoned. so high. Oh, um, shit. How, uh, number four. Number four oh, in the franchise for us. Oh, this, this is really going to piss masses. off some people. And you know what? It was lower than it. There was discussions about this being number two. There was a debate. Right. There, there was. Fuck y'all. <laughs> it is what it is. Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. Yes, Look, bring it back. I ripped off the band Up top. Okay. Yeah, yeah we fucking... We, we, we wear dresses. <laughs> what? what? Uh, yeah, picking each other's butts. Huh? Okay, so anyway, look. Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. It was written by a fan. It was funded in, in a last-ditch effort maybe to save the franchise after Halloween 5, Trainwreck. And for God's sake, it had amazing viciousness of Michael finally coming to. Now, to me, the story is solid, except 
I can. <laughs> that might be the one no, thing no, that no, stops no, all no, of us. No, I, no, I say except there's slippery ground, my son. You must watch your footing. Uh, you walk on this lake, and then you realize, hey, it's not all the way frozen. Uh, there are moments, though, that the way it's going, you're like, hey, man, they're doing a great fucking job. Like, they're they're getting, like, got Paul Rudd. They got a really cool cast. It's It's got the, the energy and the feel of a mid-'90s movie, but it's not, like, it's not buying into the bullshit, but it's got, like, some cool stuff. But then you throw, like, Dungeons & Dragons bullshit, like, dice. Throw at your face, but you don't. You don't want that. The runes. But there. But the one thing that stands out to me about this movie overall is the fact that Michael Myers is fucking on fire in this. He's a vicious, badass motherfucking killer, and I love it. And it's like, did you? Man, I'm so sick. I got ambulances following yeah, me around. Yeah, dude. Like shit. he is without a doubt on a mission. It feels like the first time that that Hulk Hogan came back from the NWO and put on his old colors. <laughs> it's like I am a real. He felt like everything dropping down from the rafters. Yeah, it, it just it, it was cool. Like it was like holy shit, this is happening. I gotta go tell it like my five friends that I don't really have, but I mean my two friends. But yeah, it was like you you would you would call somebody like, oh my god, you gotta watch. You know, it's a. It was. It was just a really cool version of Michael I'd never seen before. Now, and you're coming from five, right? So you're coming from five. You're having that piece of shit, and then you're having this, and, and you're having to ride around what five did. And it's a night and day difference, man. They they took what they could with five, and they incorporated it. But it was that fan. It was that 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 cool fan, and that's why that's why Halloween fans are the coolest, man. Like the fact that they took a fucking train wreck of a movie and they're like I'm gonna pull pieces out of this I'm gonna use that man in black they were going for they didn't really explain what they were doing but I'm gonna incorporate it into a story about Thorne and Sam Hain and Halloween and what it means and what Michael Myers is a force behind him and evil and man kudos to that brother and also the fact that they made Michael Myers basically Suge Knight dangling vanilla ice over take a, a chance take a chance it's the second take time it. I mentioned Suge Knight there will not be a first I actually mentioned Suge Knight at work last time mm. We were arguing about Machine Gun Kelly, and, and you mentioned Suge Knight, white rappers, and someone mentioned that they like Vanilla Ice, and I was like, "Yeah, but he got hung upside down off a balcony." Yeah, and he was like, like, "I saw it all way all my shit," <laughs> and I was like, "That's exactly what would happen to all of us if we became rappers." Suge Knight would drop us off a balcony, and we would sign our fortune. I, would, I definitely would. Definitely, I have no fight in me. Halloween Six, uh, you got to realize, guys, that it's a huge bias for us as fans because that's what we are. Um, <laughs> It was it was the it was the only Halloween video that was constantly in stock at Hollywood Video in Winchester, Kentucky during our youth. So we would fucking <laughs> watch this shit all the fucking time, constantly. Just rent that fucking blue face on the side with the fucking knife. So cool. Constantly was no one ever wanted to rent it, so we always rented it for like ninety nine cents, five day rental. Well, shit, it was only ninety nine cents. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Pop it and lock it. <laughs> I used to gather all the quarters I could find out of my parents' stores and be like, I'm gonna rent. We rented that movie as possible, yeah. dude. One night, it was the fucking best. I ran H6, Jumanji. Jumanji? You can't even say it right, you stupid I ran an H6, I ran a Jumanji, I ran a Billy Madison, and I ran a uh, Goldeneye all in one day. It sounds like a good day. Several other movies. That's a great uh, Empire day. Records. Oh, that's a great day. Dude, I had a stack of pizza. That's a great day. It was fucking you sexy. Pizza? Yeah. Oh, and Scream. Scream was the other oh, one, too. You just had pizza, and oh. video, you had video games later on. You didn't have to go to so school good. the next day. My grandma. Friday night. My grandma yeah. came down. 
two times during our Oz Oshnight movie. She came down here in Goldeneye, and she was like, it was funny because Pierce Brosnan was getting laid by the chick with the strong legs, and she was like, oh my God, this is why I can't get into James Bond. She's like, he's just a womanizer. He's like, you get diseases running around sleeping with all these women. And then later in the day, I was watching the screen when she came downstairs, and it was the, the scene where Stu's like, it was fun, dick. And they're all covered in blood, and she was like, oh my God, someone's going to get AIDS. Your grandmother walked in <laughs> I was the like, worst your brain time is ever. Great. Yeah. But, anyways, no. It, 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 we're biased because it was the movie we watched the most growing up. And um, but the the other two things is that Michael Myers, the strobe light scenes, the coolest Michael oh, Myers God, maybe dude, has ever, ever been. I gotta, um, ever. The kills are great. Michael Myers is fucking pissed off. You got that metal fucking. Dude, the the, the soundtrack alone, the, the, yeah. the reimagining of the theme, the the opening spike kill with the nurse. Great. Michael Myers was just a badass, and I thought it was one of Michael Myers' bad, most badass deaths. Michael too, Myers looked like an IRS agent when he gets hit with that pipe over Where's and over again. Like I felt like Paul Rudd. I, I always felt like that. I was like, dude, just don't stop. Beat him to a fucking pulp. And I felt like I got the ending I wanted. If I was Paul Rudd in that situation, that's what I would have done. Plus, you got the cool Loomis ending, even though it's vague. You know, he died, so it was it was a nice ambrance to him. I just really liked the fucking feel of that movie. I do think that overall, that story the movie broken, the, the story is broken and it's all over the place. But the fact that they looked it looked like Michael was let off the leash for the first time in forever, and I think that this was what Rob Zombie was trying to go for in his version of uh, or his telling of the Michael Myers saga. But he couldn't really quite capture what made Michael Myers so special. And the fact that they were able to do this with a fan telling the story from his POV that Michael Myers was still Michael Myers, but he was he was not contained anymore. Like he was out on a mission and he was pissed and, and vengeful. And there was just certain scenes like uh, when Paul Rudd sticks the gun through the, the gate and, and you know Michael grabs it like this and he shoots him and then Michael like falls back and he his hands start twitching. It just the way that, and even like the, the scene when he's chasing down the last survivor from the fucking hospital massacre, that he like strobe light killed everybody. And he's like, he kind of does like this jog step. Like, you can look, if you see Michael, he's doing a little jog step. He's like, I'm going to get you. Like, Michael just seems very happy. I, get, I guess that's where I get like so happy and giddy about it because Michael seems giddy. Michael's like, I'm going to fucking chop titties. Like, he's just really happy about doing what he's doing. And I love seeing somebody enjoying their work. And it really felt like Michael Myers at that point was enjoying being Michael Myers for once. Like, I'm let off the cage and fill me wrath. And for some reason, I, I felt like that Get was... inside you! A demon came on <laughs> and everything was over after that. But yeah, um, but again, he was very vicious. Dr. Loomis, it was the last time you got to see the great, the late, great Donald Pleasance. And, and he, did, he did a phenomenal role. Again, Dr. Loomis and Donald Pleasance go together forever and always. They'll always be connected. Um, you had Paul Rudd. I think it's his first movie that he ever did. He did. He knocked it out of the fucking park. I, I didn't like the. Well, bad I, he was. No, nah, I, I still. It's Paul Rudd. <laughs> Get me a doctor. Uh, there were moments, but yeah, but it's still Paul Rudd, and I still think Paul Rudd pulled it off. I think Paul Rudd's got dramatic skills, and I think that showed. Um, the redhead chick. I don't know her name. She did a great job as well. Uh, definitely a final girl. Like everybody talks about final girls. I don't think many people mention her though. She's a really, she's a, like a really good yeah. uh, pick for a final girl. The only thing I didn't like, I didn't like the old lady in the house explaining what, do you know what Halloween is? He's like, yeah, we get cat. He's like, well, yes. I thought that part was unneeded and the little kid was annoying. And you know, kill for him, Daddy. I thought that whole thing was stupid. But stomach other than that, a stomach pounder. And I also didn't like the producers' cut. I know I, there's actually a, a swarming amount of people that are liking the producers' cut. I don't like the fact that he fucked his niece there to is. get a baby. 
And that yeah. was another thing. They should have brought Daniel Harris back. They fucked up by not bringing Daniel yeah. Harris back. That would have been a really but cool still, thing for her. Solid movie. And you know, uh, at the end of the day, the part of the reason I love H6 so much is because I love its flaws. H6 is the movie right in the fucking smack middle of the franchise that it, it was put there right with all these writing problems going on. You had what happened with the first movie. You had them making, uh, you know, Lori and Michael Brothers' sister. Then you move on from that. You had the third movie. Then you move on to the fourth movie. You got Jamie going on. They, they tried to tie everything together. They had to tie them in in black. You've got the Rune storyline. You've got the Cult storyline. Will story Smith line. came in. You've got you've got the 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 Constellation storyline, and it's it's such a fun piece. Uh, you got the producers cut and the regular cut. It's such a fun piece of like the behind the scenes. What happened with the Halloween franchise? Maybe it's where it all went wrong. Did that? Yeah. But but at the same time, for me, just being a fan of all the brokenness and all the all the the cracks and uh, ugliness of the franchise as well as well as the best parts of the franchise. This movie is kind of like the uh, lightning rod for all of that, and I just I really love that about it. I love the story behind it. I think it was a it was a '90s movie without being a '90s movie that had Michael Myers in it. Like like that's the best I can say. Like Halloween H two O was a '90s movie. That's a '90s movie. This was a '90s movie without being one. So the next one, number three. Oh, ooh, here we go. Okay, now this is gonna get some panties crotchless or powdered toast man <laughs> shoved all the way in that crack that you've got to wedge you for at least two days. Our number three pick, and again, our personal number three pick is Halloween 2018, the newest one that we just fucking watched. Oh, that shit, Craig. Brought Michael Myers back to the forefront with a middle finger saying, did you miss me? Heads up, seven up. And loving it. Loving it every day. Like, oh, my God, dude. James U. Courtney owned that role. Like, he owned that role. Like, I love Nick Castle. Nick Castle will always be the shape. But bringing back... Jamie Lee Curtis having an amazing cast around and then having James U. Courtney do what he did as far as portraying Michael Myers was some of the coolest shit I've ever seen on screen. And to watch it on film that they had the respect and they had a great story to tell and they had great lighting, they had great cinematography, they had great throwbacks, they had winks and nods to previous installments was great. I mean, it was a fan's wet dream of all time. And... Just overall solid movie. Like it didn't. It didn't only just have great music. The music itself is fucking phenomenal. Like that thing is a fucking fourteen on a scale of one to ten. The music was great, but it also had moments of John Carpenter kind of suspense and intrigue and what's going to happen around the corner moments. But then it also had the Rob Zombie things that people wanted. The violent smash your face into the the bathroom stall and tell me how much money you have in your pocket and while well, I take your butt with the feather kind of shit. He didn't do that. But they had the violent, gory scenes that people, I think, shocked some people because I think that they were like, hey, I, I, I didn't know that uh, this was like for for men. I thought this was a straight club. I am straight. <laughs> like walking, Just for men. Walking into a club, like, hey, I mean, there's a lot of fuckery in here. <laughs> but yeah, but still, I mean, Dude, the, the movie, like, leaving, that was the first time in a long time that I've left a movie feeling orgasmic. I had something happen it in my came, head. I saw it. I saw it, and you did it, and it, you were happy. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, like, you, you leave the, the theater, and it was one of the first times I've left the theater, or watching a horror movie, uh, specifically, it's been a long time, that there's just discussion, like, immediately after the movie, like, oh, man, this was so cool, and that part was so cool, and this was really amazing, and I wish they had done this, though, but it was still cool. There wasn't really any... There was some negative stuff about it, but overall, like as a movie, a whole movie, Jesus, man. Halloween 2018 met um, 
it met the original Halloween somewhere in the middle with with the sequels Jimmy of H2O. <laughs> no, like what I'm trying to say is that Halloween 2018 was the better version of what H2O was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You got the best of both worlds. It wasn't, you know, Blumhouse is low budget compared to like, you know, Super Temple movies. But it wasn't low budget, you know, but it, it, it had a decent budget behind it. It was well made. It was crafted well. There was no glaring defects. The mask was great. The special effects were great. The characters were good. The Sartain character had a moment, but it's not a main, you know, it's not a main fucking vein of the franchise. This is a new character they brought in. And if people don't like what they did with him, then it, what happened happened. But they didn't have, number one, they didn't have any glaring mistakes. So many other great movies. One we haven't talked about yet. Halloween 4. Great movie had had a terrible fucking defect in the mask, you know. Oh, yeah. Halloween Five, the mask. Um, some things they did with characters. Halloween Two, what he did with Loomis, what they did with Halloween Michael, Five, the the Man in Black, the 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 H six editing. All these movies, almost every Rob movie, Zombie, almost every <laughs> movie in the franchise since H one and H two had glaring defects, mm-hmm. things that broke the movie in in weird ways. Uh, at least took a disc out of their back. Halloween two thousand eighteen didn't have any of those. The only thing you can say about Halloween 2018 is the Sartain storyline, which a lot of people didn't like. But I, I bring back again; it was a new character, so it didn't really wasn't really that. Well, only, deal. It, it, except the the left turn they went. Yeah, it just it was a new character, so it really wasn't that big of a deal. What Halloween 2018 did, and why it's so high on the list, is because it's so well made. It it, ha- it was made by people with their finger on the pulse of the franchise. Mm-hmm. They knew. And I put a lot of this up to Ryan Turek. Like they, they, Blum, Blum and all of them gave him credit for this. They were like, there were certain things we went to do, and he told us, you got to realize that if you do this, it, if you do A, it means B and C for the franchise. They, they did Michael a service. They added cool new wrinkles in the franchise with the, the hand situation, with some of the stuff that happened with him and Jamie. He's going to get a hook. Um, you know, uh, they, they did so many things so well. Um, and, and at the same time, they paid homage to the old movies without making this a Force Awakens just remake of the original movie situation. It had some of the same beats. It had some really good fan service in it, but it was so well made, and it had a couple genuinely scary moments. And Michael was top notch, and uh, you know, uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis was great. Uh, you mentioned the soundtrack already. You know, it had a lot of amazing, amazing things to it. It was just a really well made movie, and it's one of the best made movies in the franchise. And it was made with love. Um, could have been a little bit longer. There's a couple story points that I wish would have went somewhere else. I think this could have been even higher on the list, mm. maybe. Um, maybe could have used a little bit more Halloween atmosphere in my mind. Now, we forgot to mention when we did the review that the Halloween exploding scene was really fucking cool. The firecracker scene. With oh, yeah, yeah. That, zoomed was, in really quick. that was amazing. That was a super atmospheric Halloween-feeling scene that we didn't give credit for. But apart from that, not a whole lot of Halloween, as far as the holiday goes, atmosphere. No, I, but it was I, such a great movie. I never felt like the, the movie itself lended anything to the atmosphere of Halloween. Like, when I was watching it, it just felt like a, a cool movie that I was watching. It didn't really put me in the spirit of Halloween, so to speak. Except the opening. Except for the, well, maybe. But even the very, well, because it's the a lettering pumpkin. It's and a all. goddamn pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's going to put you in, at least for Thanksgiving. Like, you're, I want some turkey. But now, watching it, though, like, you can tell, as you've, as you've pointed out, uh, fans made the movie. Like, and that's what stands out to me, is the fact that fans made the movie, they went into it caringly, and they crafted a story that people 
of the like mind would get behind and also smartly was able to bring in new audience members that maybe didn't watch any of the Halloween franchise or, or didn't watch anything after Halloween 1. They were able to bring back, you know, the 1978 crowds or people that may have watched the 1981 Halloween 2. They were able to do it in a way, leaving these little pins in that people could hook on really quick and be like, oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay, I'm into it. Because they didn't make it where it was closed off. Like if you make a movie that's only for fans, then you close off a giant part of your audience. If you make a movie that's too new, that people are like of the fans, and you say, hey, go wipe your ass, fuck your butt, then you lose all those audience members, you lose hardcore fans. They were able to find that perfect line right in the middle where it feels good and fuck the shit out of it. And that's the best part of it is the fact, to me, again, that it was fan-made. But with a better budget and with, with people that cared about the script, that cared about... The, um, the, the the photography, the cinematography, the way that Michael looked, the way that it was shot. They had an actor in James Jude James Courtney that cared about how Michael moved. James Jude Courtney actually said that he studied cats. Like, James Jude Courtney studied fucking cats to see how they moved. And, like, he, ow. Yeah, like, he, well, he did. Yeah, what's the damn problem? But, no, he said he studied cats and the way that they're lithe and they're, like, weird and how they move around and they... You know, the way he looks and stuff. And, you know, he said, yeah, he studied cats for a while. He's like, I know that sounds weird, but that's what he did. He did research for the role just to kind of incorporate that into the movement of Michael Myers. I mean, I know they wanted him to have cat-like movements, but did he literally say, no, I he, studied No, cats? he literally said he studied, he, he just watched the cat's butthole. <laughs> like, I don't know. I mean, it would be weird. That's one thing I never saw. No, it, no he really did that. Like, I don't know if it was like a lie. Like, I don't know if it was on the internet, but it was like a, a written interview or whatever. But he said he studied cats. Uh, and if you look at the Elrod scene, he kind of does look like a fucking cat. When he walks in and he's like, what? And then he walks over and kills that bitch with a hammer. And then he walks back and when he picks up the knife yeah. and he's like, us. Like, it, it looks like a fucking cat. It kind of seems like a cat kind of reflexes and, and, and movement. But again, James U. Courtney, without a doubt, stole the show. Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing as well. But to me, every time that he was on screen, Michael Myers... If he had been a shitty Michael, I'd be like, get off. I mean, I would still want to see Michael, but still be like, hey, you're doing a really bad job. He, worked he was just really good. He's in my, he, he's somewhere uh, in, two in the gamut of between Nick Castle and um, and Tyler Mayne. Yeah. yeah, he's right there. So, uh, again, sure. uh, 2018 uh, Halloween. If you haven't seen it yet, definitely go check it out. It's our number three on It's I not list. perfect, but we fucking like it. Like it's a lot. Now, Michelle Mabel, number two. Number two. Getting at your this ass. This was tough. This was tough, man. Halloween 4 as number two, our number two movie in the Halloween franchise, is really fucking hard for me. There was a time just a few years ago where I disliked this movie a lot more than I do now. But there's just, you can't deny There's man. some magic about it. And again, this, this when I say that this is our favorite and not the best, this, this movie comes into play more than any other movie. Because Halloween 4 has such glaring fucking issues. And it is a broken movie at times. And they did stupid fucking things at times. Like, like not even noticing that Michael's fucking mask was pink with white hair at one point. For an entire scene. And then leaving in the goddamn movie like, was, what the was, fuck? Was, that was a terrible idea. Michael's mask sucked. That was the original, that was the original mask, by the way. That they, I know. In that one scene. And Michael's mask sucked from beginning to end this movie. That mask sucks. It's like, happened no. surprise, I got a finger in my butt face. Like, oh. it, it looks oh. like he just Shit. accidentally sharded. Like, constantly. Why did you do that? He looks like he was frozen with with fucking. Like, he looks like looks like he was frozen with. Uh, what do you think? What are those things? You packing peanuts? He looks like he looks like Data from Star Trek. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's bad. every time I look at him, 
He looks like Data from Star Trek. You go back and watch the Next Generation Star Trek Data. That's what his mask is But I like. can't get over, man. I can't get over. When I think about the Halloween franchise, the number one thing that pops in my head is Halloween 4. It, I don't know if it was the timing. I don't know what the fuck it was. It, it's definitely the atmosphere. Yeah. The opening that we homaged in our, in our uh, Horror Month intros this year. Um, the opening is so fucking atmosphere. Dr. Loomis is... is, is, is he's, not, he's not all the way crazy, but he's getting there. This, is when, this movie was when Halloween turned from two good movies into a franchise that we know and love today. This was, I think this yeah. was the turning point. This 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 bridged the gap between an original, amazing, scary movie and uh, original, amazing characters, lasting characters with fun sequel craziness. It was just that weird bridge gap that just, to me, this movie is the DNA. It is the strand that is the Halloween franchise. I think this is the most seasonal Halloween movie ever. I think it puts you right in the fucking driver's seat of Halloween. In October, and the leaves are changing, and it's falling, and it's got that nice crisp day. Halloween 4 captures that all in a fucking film. Like, it captures all of that. It, it does feel like a, a Halloween day when you're watching this Smack movie. Smack my ass and call me Susan. And then fucking call up Tony if you need a threesome. Mm. Tony. Uh, hey, but, you call Tony for your threesome? Uh, uh, do you two want, girls, two guys. Hey, I don't care. I'm doing whatever you want. <laughs> Tony. Oh, do you want some pizza? Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but Michael's mask is dog shit. It's dog shit. Dr. Loomis, Donald Pleasance, again, the guy does no wrong as far as I'm concerned. I think he's played that character consistently. Unfortunately, he died, but he played that character consistently throughout the entire part of Halloween. Um, but overall, like, it's got, you know, and Daniel Harris is a great child actor. The mask really takes away from it. The, the story, I mean, it works, though. Honestly, when, when like, I thought that the very beginning of the movie, it's weird how these movies always seem to go with this, this trend. The very beginning of the movie when Michael's in the bandages and he's in the hospital and the guy was like, there ain't no Jesus here. Oh, that's great. Like, it was cool, man. The way they're setting it up and then when they, when they, when the gurney goes down, the, the, you know, the, the handicap access and you hear the bump, 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 bump and they're going to the ambulance. Joe, I'm like, fuck yeah, titties are hard and I'm ready to get to Stick it. your thumb in that motherfucker's forehead, Jim. Oh, shit. Ooh. I totally forgot to wear panties. Whatever it was. You can reach me through the local police. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, there was there was something about that scene, and then it's so cool. And then Michael gets up, and he's vicious as fuck in this movie too. Yeah. Again, totally different from your mom and pops fucking Halloween because he sticks a fucking finger to that guy's brain or his forehead. And he's like, let me feel your fucking brain. Let me feel it. Oh yeah, you got a small one. Immediately, you're like, damn, this is weird. This is a uh, this is getting rough and it's getting vicious, and I like it. I'm liking what I'm seeing. Michael wants to. And fuck. then again, I think one of the coolest interactions of all the franchises happened in this movie as well. Halloween 6 had, to me, the best death scene with the strobe lights. Just think, hands down, the best death scene. Um, to me, the best interaction between Dr. Loomis and Michael Myers happens in this movie at the gas station. Gas station scene. Yeah, okay. that has got to be number one interaction because the way he was like, uh, Mike, like he says this, like it's really like a soft kind of plead with him at first and he sees him, right? And he's like, if you're not the victim, take me. But leave those people alone, Mike. And then he's like, never mind, I shoot your ass. And he's like, I got a lot of God, boom. And then uh, and you know, Michael disappears. Now, all, like the only thing that got me about that scene is that Michael, this Michael disappeared in front of Loomis because Loomis was looking straight at him, right? And then when he shoots, Michael's just gone. Yeah. So, I mean, 
at this point, we're full on in supernatural territory because Michael literally just got blown the fuck up in Halloween 2. He's back in this after being in a coma. For whatever reason, he wakes up to go seek out Jamie. Um, but anyway, you get this cool gas station thing, and then he goes up, you know, he, he plows into Haddonfield, and you get introduced to Daniel Harris earlier than that, but still, man, the movie itself just fucking, it feels so, like, Halloween-ish. I don't know how else to explain it, man. It just feels so fall-like, and it's it's put together well. It's crafted lovingly. Yeah. It feels like it came from, you know, like, I feel the same way watching this movie is when someone smells a pumpkin spice candle. Ah, oh, it's Halloween. Like, it just feels I, like fall. I think if the original... It's like coming home. If the original Halloween is the grenade, Halloween 4 is the linchpin to the rest of the franchise. Mm -hmm. I just... It's just... I don't know. It, it's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, not, it's not the second best movie in the franchise. No. But it's my second best favorite. You know? And that's what this list is about. So, you know, Halloween 4. Fuck me in the ass. Um, Halloween, gonna number one is obviously Halloween... Uh, the original. Oh, Halloween. we put that piece of shit first. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's very simple. This is probably the shortest one we talk about. In all honesty, Halloween is. Well, what can you say? It's number ten. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, it's a tin man. And the thing about Halloween that none of the sequels can or ever will do is is match that feel of the first time uh, Michael Myers' mask is show, shown. Uh, the first time you meet Doctor Loomis. The first time you meet Jamie. It's gonna. It, it, it's got more of that. This little kid, as we've explained. This little kid, for no reason, is a force of evil. You don't know why. It's got the most mystery of any of the movies. Yep. It, it explains less than any of the other movies do. And uh, Michael Myers showing up as a new character in this in this world, killing babysitters for no reason, stalking my hero. It's this weird. <laughs> it's almost sexual. What? Yeah, it's. Almost, I never got sexual. No, I got sexual. It kills the way Liquid he kills his form. sister right what? after she has sex. Um, there's a, there's, there's more mystery, intrigue, and authenticity in, in that fucking movie than in almost any other movie, uh, horror movie, other than Exorcist, maybe horror movie I could think of, ever. Uh, it's just, yeah. it's Halloween 1978, man. It, it, to me, it reinvents the slasher genre. Up, up, you know, up to that point, you know, you'd always have killers besides Psycho. Um, Jason Voorhees being the number one guy I'm going to talk about in this, in this example, <laughs> The fact that just this bulking moron kind of guy running around slashing people and killing them without reason or rhyme and just doing it, uh, just, you know, as, as whatever. Like, okay, you, you came in my camp, you fucked, and now I'm going to kill your tits. Michael Myers grew up in a suburban neighborhood, seemingly in, in you know, in, in a well-to-do home. For no reason whatsoever on Halloween night, snaps, kills his sister, stabs her 16 times. Holds a fucking blade outside waiting for his parents and then spends 15 years locked up in a psychiatric hospital, not saying a word, staring at a wall for uh, for that month, for, the, for 15 years. And then just for whatever reason, an inner alarm bell goes off at 21 to go kill uh, his sister. And, and then the mask they chose, the way they shot it, John Carpenter's smooth, uh, mysterious, mystique kind of way that he shoots these films works so well. It lends itself so well. The fact that the, the music is incredible and it builds up the tension to a degree where you're like, holy fuck, what's going to happen? To even like the Nick Castle little things that John Carpenter didn't even ask for. The fact that he turns his head side to side in that classic well, scene. It's a happy accident. Yeah, you know, he turned, you know, that was Nick Castle. That wasn't even written in the script. John Carpenter didn't even know he was going to do that. But the fact that a monster, what Michael Myers is essentially, is just a pure force of evil that's a monster will turn and kind of like lovingly look at his handiwork as he stabbed that guy stuck against the wall. A classic scene. 
dude, there's so many things about this. You could you could literally spend an hour talking about the cool parts and and why it works and and what they shot and how they shot it. The lighting effect, the guy, you know, him coming out of the shadows to attack uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Laurie Strode, amazing dude. Like this movie is without a doubt a number ten, and I think overall solidifies to me or maybe to you as well. That's why it's the best franchise out of Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the Thirteenth. Period. Like it's just the best. I mean, it's the number one to me ever. It, it does. It does what the other slashers couldn't do. It reinvents a care. It reinvents the the genre in a way that the others followed. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street came out in '84, and it did its own thing, and it was great. I love Nightmare on Elm Street, but it did its own thing. But I think the standard, the gold standard, is the '78 Halloween. Yep, it's the best. Halloween is um, it's the Godfather to a series that has eleven movies instead of three, and if you want to go into what it's Godfather as far as the horror fran the horror genre goes, it's a lot more. It's say. the Godfather. It's the fucking it's the Godfather of, of slashers, man. Sure, smoke a lot. Aha. <laughs> so guys that is our rankings um you don't have to agree with them don't expect you to agree with them won't argue with them if you put rob zombies h2 above 1978 halloween <laughs> you don't do you, you man asshole. fucking do you i love it fuck it's yeah cool. yeah we don't have there's hate. no reason to fight each there's other no hate here about this kind of thing you know we all love halloween and we love michael myers and if you don't then you're not watching this video right now especially at this point so let's love each other and touch each other but as we mentioned earlier just slowly tickle your butt with a other, have so a friend good. do it, bop it, sock it. Um, bop it. Sock Pull it. it. Split it. it. Spring it. <laughs> Flick it. I don't know. Uh, guys, Halloween Horror Month's been a blast. We've had a great time. It's like, been a crazy one of the coolest man. months ever uh, for us. Jeez. But every, month, every, every October month is always fun for us, and we've got the experience with so many of you cool motherfuckers that are tuning in now and watching us or listening to us, and you guys stay sexual. You guys stay awesome. And you know what? We'll keep this train of going. Like, it doesn't matter. We're going to go into November. We got some things we got to take care of, but it's going to be fucking even better. Not better. I can't, I can't promise that, okay? Not better than October. I mean, what gets better than October? Except for Christmas presents. Yeah. And if you guys have been listening but, to us just for the Halloween content, remember, we do we're not going anywhere just because Halloween 2018 come back, came back. Again, we've been doing this for six years, and we've been talking about Halloween the entire time. We didn't just jump on this fucking train because it became popular. We'll be talking about Halloween when no one else is talking about it. I guarantee yeah, it. Like, well, you know what? You know what they really said? H60? We'll be doing that. Yeah, that'll be us. But so. uh, anyway, you guys are fucking great. Thank you guys so much for all your patience, all your lovings, all your time, all your sexual desires. This ha October has been a blasty blast. And I hope you guys are having a great Halloween. And you say sexual, San Francisco. And go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> we love your fucking faces. Thank you guys for all the support and all the amazingness that's come our way this month and uh, through the uh, entire you know six years of our uh, YouTube career. That sounds great, huh? Say that. You said out loud. Uh, yeah, I know. Makes you feel like a loser. <laughs> fuck me in the shit. No, I'm proud of it. I'm very, very proud of it. it but fun. it just sounds funny when you say it out loud. Uh, we love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel for some goddamn reason and you're still listening, click that subscribe button and get some gut. Damn, wham up in it. Right in your butthole. Or your vagina hole. Ooh. Made you pregnant. <laughs> we watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie. Yeah. You know what? We did review. We watched a movie. Uh -huh. We watched a movie.
Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.